Why is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Let's get Sandy on the blower right now. We should. Oh my God. I don't know that she'll let us use it, but I should say, I'm going to send it. I mean, it's not even, I actually don't think it really conveys how, because this was Did you early. see her last night? Yeah, I was with her. Ah. When, when Tenley called, we were at dinner, like our, we have like a group of just, it's not intentional, but we're, it's all brunettes. So. Ladies who dine? Is this ladies, sort of a... It's basically ladies who dine. Mm-hmm. So there were five of us there last night and we were just meeting for dinner because we've been trying to do it for a while and then people kept can't it just wasn't able to happen right and so but then she really thought Tenley was going to get engaged and sure enough while we were there it happened and then it just and she decided into, that's it the guardrails are coming off it was all well yeah because then of course our friend was like we have to celebrate Tenley and Ben and we have to have a shot right. in their honor. And then it just became a, a like an evening that, you know, we were out to like one. Wow. That shan't be forgotten or should be forgotten. I know. What is that? The nights we'll never remember with the friends we won't forget. Right. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what it was. But it was, um, she was hilarious. Is it because she was slowly coming to the realization that traditionally she is supposed to pay for this? Um, I don't know if she said that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> let, me, let me be the bring, one to break. Yeah, that why story. don't we get her on the blower and you tell her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she'll probably do it reluctantly, but well, I would of expect nothing Everything less. she does, and she does reluctantly. This is why, with your hosts Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Pancake is not a, or she wants you to think she's not a toy player. Right. She loves pipe cleaners in the worst way. That's awesome. That is her thing. To just I go get to it. town. Oh my God. But like, if you walk into the room and she's been there with her pipe cleaners, she just stops and looks at you like, I wasn't, I wasn't playing. Play right. It wasn't me. Cleaners. Yeah. I like pipe cleaners. I have nothing. To do with pipe cleaners, I can yeah, quit any time. Yeah, these are stupid. I, don't, I hate right? pipe cleaners. Well, and did the pipe Why do you cleaners, keep bringing up pipe cleaners? <laughs> did the pipe cleaners come from like the craft bin, or do you just have an excessive number of pipes that need to be cleaned <sighs> around your home? Oh, how I wish. No, the kids had a barrel of like uh, of, you know 150 uh, craft supply things that you can mm-hmm. then put all over the floor and never pick up again. Yes. So. We've gone through the feathers, the glitter. Um, the beads, the, the mini beads. Oh, my God, the beads. The oh, beads are the worst. The beads. Um, the, like, sequins. Mm-hmm. Uh, glue stick, it lasted, like, two hours. Tops. Yeah, for sure. You got to go and get a professional one. Um, <laughs> but then there's a sack of pipe cleaners. And they were making stuff with them and gluing them down. And then uh, just left them out. And the next morning I came in and they were just all over the house. Like they're in different parts of the living room and the hallways. And it's like, who did this? Why would anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a whole bag of pipe cleaners that she doesn't realize how many we have yet. No, you have to ration tra- out to her. Well, no, because they always get the, we, the way we find out that she was into them is that one <laughs> of them went under the stove or the fridge. Oh, dear. And she was doing everything to roll up her sleeves and get under there and try to get it out. Of course. 
So, um, yeah, but no, it's not an issue. She can stop anytime she wants. <laughs> she can it's switch great. to cigarettes. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, she can vape. It's fine. No, she is not going to vape. She's way too classy for that. <laughs> I don't know. She might. She. And even if know. she wants, like, look, she's either too classy or too trashy, either or both. That's the issue I have with, well, I have a lot of issues with vapes, but vapes mm-hmm. fall into this very weird nether region mm-hmm. where it's not like dirty, stinky, cool, and it's mm. not dirty, sexy. It's just mm. awkward and weird. Because of the shape of them and like the weird, the way you have to hold them. Yes. And the way people look when they're smoking them, like. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they come in flavors. Like, I don't either. I want, I want vapes to smell like my grandfather's cigars. Yes, I and agree. Like, it's just got to be something disgusting that has yes. zero redeeming value of, does someone just zest a lemon in here? Right. No. Why does it smell like weird potpourri and like knockoff right. patchouli? Yeah. Is that is that iced tea? Like, what does that smell? Right. No, I want it to smell like you're licking the inside of a humidor. Yes, I totally agree. But maybe because that's if you're just gonna us. like like literally destroy your insides, don't mm-hmm. look like a dork doing it. Like, go right. out like a cowboy. Or yeah. a truck driver, or a femme fatale, mm-hmm. or a sleuth. I just, it's that thing where people always say, well, smoking doesn't look cool. Like, the way Rita Hayworth did it, it looks cool. It looked cool. very cool. The way uh, anyone in a Quentin Tarantino film does it, it looks yeah. cool. You've never seen Gilda, clearly. Clearly. Which is problem number one. Well, that's a big problem if you've never seen yeah. Gilda. Put the blame yeah. on Mame on that one. No, the blame goes on you if you haven't seen Gilda that's at this true. point. That's true. Leave Mame out of it. Yeah. Right. Um, so who was the one who sent you the story about topless Barry. Germans? Oh, no, Jamie. Jamie sent Jamie. me topless which is weird because it seems like something Barry would send. But it's t- that was from Jamie. Mm. So I-, I thought Germans were all cool and groovy about hanging out naked i don't know if it but not necessarily at pools well but like there's like uh, in like the parks you can sunbathe nude if you want to i know but again it's the pools that is the thing and i think it's all i think even though they're cool and groovy with it mm-hmm. like even in saint martin there are beaches you don't you can't go topless on and there are beaches you can't be naked on Mm. But there are plenty that you can do any or all of the above. Right. But I do like this quote. Please. The ombudsperson's office very much welcomes the decision of the Bader tribe, which I can't pronounce, because it establishes equal rights for all Berliners, whether male, female, or non-binary, because it also creates legal certainty for the staff at the Bader tribe. Like, I, I mean, I like that it's for... I like the principle that it's good for all people, but I also like that it's completely unpronounceable. Right. Well, that's very German about it. Right. But it's And just... in the past, women who bared their breasts at Berlin pools were asked to cover themselves or leave the pool were sometimes banned from maturing. See, they don't like naked ladies. Well, but I don't... But then, like, there's... Spa culture in Germany is huge. Yes. And there are full-day spas you go hang out, you have lunch at... If you're a man, 
This is the point. I don't believe I. I well, believe. I think there are for women, but what I'm, but at the pools, right? The women were not allowed. It was late. the The lady naked people. Were but not if they allowed. want to go to the sauna, ladies go be naked in the sauna, and who cares? Right. If you want to go be naked in the park, who cares? But just don't go to the pool. That's just such a weird like. They're niche German. To carve out of. I know, but like they should have these rules down pat. Well, you'd think they should have a lot of things in check, but they don't. Naked, not naked, nine, like just done. <laughs> just, just be German. As long right. as you're German, you are welcome. Exactly. <laughs> be incredibly uptight, not fun, but like I just right. Um. So yeah, a woman was thrown out of open air pool for sunbathing topless and took legal action. I mean, I'm just confused that I guess, I guess I just assumed that Germany had already had this discussion and every German was like, "Eh, I'm groovy. I mean, you'd think, but apparently not. I am. I am shocked that Germans are not groovy or maybe they're groovy now, but they were not groovy. Right. Well, um, the country's the same, but the people have changed. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Apparently. Something. Something's I, changed. I just, because uh, uh, last summer they said Gottingen in Lower Saxony mm-hmm. and Siegen in North Rhine-Westphalia allowed this ruling to go through. Well, but Berlin's slow. But here, the this is the BBC, and I can even go to the AP copy. Well, look at you. I know. Foreign, well, we're nothing if not thorough. I mean, pull up the UPI while you're at it. Don't. Don't make me. <laughs> uh, but the BBC said, quote, foreign visitors to Germany are often surprised, dash, and somewhat downright disconcerted by the sight of naked Germans frolicking in its lakes, snoring in its parks, or sweating in its saunas. <laughs> I love that automatically if you're in the park, you have to be snoring. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you lay down in a park and it was sunny out and kind of warm. I'd read a book and work on my tan. I'd be doing the same thing I do at a pool. But you wouldn't. After reading for a bit, you'd just be like. I don't know. I don't think I want to be naked asleep in a park. That's a little terrifying. Yes. Okay. Let's leave the park out of it. I'm just saying in general, if you're laying out in the sun. I think True. everybody's body naturally is just like, yes. I can take a little. It's the only place nap. I can sleep. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, I, I, I don't know. It's just very German to. Make things complicated. I don't know. I was going to say. And, I then thought ex- like, and then expect praise when you come around. I just felt like this was already something they agreed upon. Well, I right. Mean, either way. Good on them. Yes. So we should we should reward the good behavior regardless of how long it took right. to get there. So congratulations, Germany. Berlin, yes. go to town. Right. Well, no, you don't need to. You can stay in Berlin. You can there stay you in Berlin. <laughs> stay in town. Yeah. When they had the earthquake in San Francisco back in 1906. 
they said that old mother nature was up to her old tricks that's the story that went around but here's the real down put the blame on Maine boy put the blame what brought you into the toe wrestling world well I suppose um, for me, Luke, I'm not the most athletic person in the world. Um, I'm uh, six foot four, twenty five stone. So unfortunately, there's not many uh, sports that allow that sort of thing. Be rugby for us, Mm -hmm. American football for you, but uh, I can't really run. It doesn't really benefit anything. Um, (laughs) So I waddle more than I run. Um, So basically, um, for me, it was finding uh, a sort of a happy medium. And the local pub in the village that I'm from called Fenny Bentley, um, they hosted the the toe wrestling event there. When I was a kid, I used to go up. And it always it always intrigued me because it's sort of one of them weird, mysterious things. Uh, and I just the thought, pub or uh, the toe wrestling? Both, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both, mate. <laughs> we like the beer, but we like the toe wrestling as much as well. So um, I thought, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go and have it. We'll go and give it a go when I was old enough. Um, so I competed in the juniors, um, did all right in there. And then uh, finally, uh, last year now, uh, become world champion. It's, you know, Amazing. you always hear those, you you always hope for those stories of yeah. perseverance, of having a goal and meeting it. So what can you tell us about the sport? Because I think in our kind of pre-show conversation, it hasn't completely made its way over to the US the way it has in other countries no or not, a great loss we should know yeah I, I mean yeah i suppose um as i said to you before it's very much like um sort of like the world's the world series of american football and stuff like that it's, it's only done in america um but we are branching out we are trying to trying to uh, capture a sort of a new international audience if you will we do have um events held in china uh, there's some in pakistan in india we used to, in 1976, we had a Canadian world champion. Um, um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> um, they, only for one year? They were like one and done? Yeah, one and done. Yeah, they, they, they soon give up. Um, oh, well. You know, well. Plus you have your target on your back after you make that title, right? That's true. Well, yeah, you've got to, uh, you've got to, You've got something to stand up for, haven't you? You've got to, yeah. uh, you know, you, you give it a bit of the big end, so you have to sort of back up your bullshit, if you will. So, yeah. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. Uh, so, how many how many times did you compete before you got to this high um, level? So, I was in four finals, um, and I've been competing since I was seventeen in the adults um, toe wrestling world championship. Um, so, all in all, um, I, I'm not very quick on maths, but I'm thirty five this year. So, uh, I've, I've sort of been doing it on and off for. 10 years seriously, I'd say. Um, and it was on my last attempt, which was last year that I became world champion. 
So was there, so as you were going through from year to year, was there sort of a, an Apollo creed, like the one you had to beat? Was there someone you just had to take out? Yeah. So this, this nasty Nash, Alan nasty Nash. And um, he uh, is the 17 times world champion. He's the most decorated um, world champion in history, uh, in British history. I'm not quite sure over the pond what your history is like, but uh, you know, uh, in British history, he is the most decorated world champion. Um, and of I any him, sort, right? Of, of world any, champion, any sport, yeah, yeah, of any sport, yeah. Um, I think it's going in the Guinness Book of Records next year. That is, so um, finally, <laughs> yeah, so recognized for his achievements. We, well, we tend we tend to make it in there every year. Um, because it's one of them weird and wonderful things, isn't it? So yeah, um, we do we do tend to make something um, some headway with a bit of uh, curiosity and stuff like that. But yeah, he's been my arch nemesis ever since. He's been sort of my goal. Um, if you've ever got any goals in life, for me it was beating him, and um, yeah, finally uh, beating last year. So yeah, it was good. Did you put like for training? Did you put a picture of him up wherever you? Is this a sport you can practice for? Yeah, absolutely. You have so, to, right? um, I, I, I'm, I try not to give too many of my secrets away, but I'll give some of Alan's away. He's, he, he's retired now, so I can give some of his his secrets away. Um, he um, he used to shave his bum hair to get a little bit of um, it was more friction on the because you sit on it's very hard to explain, but you play on a toadium, so the actual <laughs> battle commences in a toadium. <laughs> And you're on a stage, and it's very slippery on there. It's, it's almost like being on a, um, I don't know, like a very smooth wooden surface. And the actual toadium is made out of metal, so it's all very slippery. And especially when it gets hot, um, mm. you get a bit sweaty. So he he thought by shaving his bum hair was going to give him more um, purpose friction on the stage. Um, Makes sense. Uses, he he used something called the toe stretcher which was like this rubber band thing that you put between your toes and it pulled the ligaments or something. Um, my, my thing was I had my toenail surgically removed. So, oh. Wow. That's dedication. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want something, you have to go for it. You don't just you? have, you have to, to go do the best. Yeah. And now in the uh, rounds of a match, you're wrestling with both your left and right toe, correct? Correct. Yeah. Do you have a favorite that you... Or is your more dominant toe? So I'm going to give something massively away here. Uh-oh. Because I can't toe wrestle with my left foot. Uh-oh. Wow. So you're hoping that... I can only just... win. I can only play with my right because I badly broke my ankle um, two years ago, which means I cannot do anything with that side. So I purposely lose on my left. Mm. Oh, so what... I mean, there's a, a lot of risk in this sport because our feet, more than anything, get more abuse and even from simple like running into the coffee table right yeah. how do you protect your 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 prize money possessions maker, your money maker, money maker. Yes. <laughs> your money maker. Um, well well alan tried to insure his toes for a million pounds um they, the the insurers didn't didn't go for that um for me i just um i'm a bit bit rough and ready if you know what i mean i'm not really that bothered um, whatever happens, happens, and we just do that. Um, obviously, everybody stubs a toe, everybody uh, kicks a kicks a football or whatever. Funny, I don't know. Um, and for me, just it's on the day what matters. Um, pain's temporary. Um, victory's forever. And so, how many rounds do you go through in a days in the during the championship? So it, it, it does depend 
who's there on the day because the beauty of toe wrestling is and this is why I, I hope it gets more people is that anybody can just walk off the street and they could walk in and an average Joe and walk out there a world champion. And that for me is what, what really attracts me to the sport is that, you know, you can walk, nobody, not many people can say that they're a world champion of something. And yes, albeit it's toe wrestling. However, I'm still a world champion. And mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of it. Um, so going back to your question, how, how many people, it depends on the day. Um, so this year, sorry, last year, um, when I won, I had seven rounds. That's, that's seven times. I mean, 21 matches essentially yeah. going against. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That's and yeah. And it is, like you said, the kind of the great equalizer that you can just sit down and, you know, in years past, be sitting across from Nasty Nash and you've as good as chance as anyone to, to take him down. That's it. Yeah. Well, is it? I mean, it's interesting too because of it. Like, well, this is weird, but every sport's weird until it's not, right? Until people yeah. actually catch on. Anything you look at, it's like, well, why are they kicking that ball? That makes no sense. It's stupid. And then once you figure it oh, out, baseball looks idiotic. Still, after <laughs> hundreds of years. <laughs> so does cricket after hundreds of years longer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose for me, it's, uh, I, I mean, my missus has been very supportive. Uh, she she understands that like the, the, with any sport there's there's a bit of passion behind it there's a bit of um you know there's there's that want to win and I've always wanted to win and I think that that's the only thing that gives me the cutting edge really is that I still want to win my goal is is to beat the seventeen times world champion I want to be eighteen I want to be better than Alan and I will be better than Alan because I I will I will win. And um, my, my Mrs. Ruby, she's she's helped me a lot to. Um, she, she she actually did sports, sort of like uh, sports at university, um, and she she sort of like mentally got me ready to, to to perform. And she she sort of like looked into the analytical side of it, um, and you know that's that sort of the mental focus and and, and knowing what winning is basically. And that's so what that, you need. That's what yeah, that's what a good athlete needs is that trainer that person behind the scenes doing all that like you said all the math and all the like here's all the stuff we can give you then you just have to go out and and perform on the day of what do you get as world champion is there a medal is there a so oh show and tell oh i don't know if you can see that so that's that's the trophy i get to keep that's awesome um with the gold medal in there and that looks uh-huh. like a that's a trophy you can also drink out of, right? Uh, well, it's a bit holy. Oh, yeah. it does have yeah. a Never <laughs> yeah. mind. Was, <laughs> this is the one that we have to give back, but you get your name put onto it. So, oh, oh wow! Do that well. Wow! Last maybe submitted foot. So that's like the Stanley Cup of yes. pro wrestling. Yeah, which, so, you, which you can drink out of. Yeah, and okay. should. Yeah, this, <laughs> you know this. This is the sort of like. Um, this is the bit that you that ignites you in history, if you know what I mean. So yes. you get your name there and, and stuff like that, and um, that's that's the bit that means the most to me is having your name, you know, written in 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 the history books, if you will. Yeah, and joining that list of of champions and, and greats. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there a, with and I'm not trying to get secrets, just a more general? Is there sort of so you know in a lot of sports 
people who are tall may have a better reach to like shoot a basket or things like that. But people <laughs> who are short tend to be faster and a more wily. Is toe length a factor? Because I have exceptionally short but adorable toes. Yeah. Um, well, I have fat toes. So, Mine are fat uh, too. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's something that um, my, my, I've got really stubby little toes. Really, for saying I'm very tall, my feet Me are quite too. small. Me too. Um, so <laughs> this gives me hope. <laughs> hey, you can walk in and, and become a champion. You're just going to come over from the from the other side of the world. So you That's know, it's, it's one of them. Um, for me, um, I, I, I don't like to toe wrestle people with big feet, even though I'm big myself. Um, and luckily, not many people have bigger feet than me, so that's that's okay. It doesn't really matter. I mean, Alan's got small feet, but he's amazing at toe wrestling. So, you know, it, 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 I don't think it's 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 what it's ninety five percent what's up there. Mental. Yeah, and then the rest is in your in your legs, actually. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like we were talking about is bum hair i like oh it does involve the whole torso like the whole body or and all that sort of thing yeah your whole body what kind of injuries can you sustain while doing this or training for do people break Um, toes so alan i broke alan's toe last year wow um alan's broken total now 10 toes and he had to have one of his toes uh, basically put back the bone it was dislocated, oh. I think. So yeah, I put that put back on. Um, I, I, I've like split skin, and um, you know, you get blisters at the bottom of your feet because of the friction, and um, you get bruising. You, you know, cuts, all sorts, really. Um, being honest, it, it it sounds ridiculous, but when you are in a situation, so like the final like last year, for example, that went on for probably about half an hour, and when it's half an hour oh. of pressure, yeah. You, it's not easily um it's not easily you don't come out there with, with you know with no sort of like uh scrapes or or bruises or injuries and all that sort of thing you, you always have something yeah and what uh benefit i guess does having no toenails give you in the sport so um this for me is that i found that when i was um going into them sort of like high pressure environments against alan my toenail was digging into the cushion of my of my toe, so into the skin. Mm. And because of the sheer pressure, it was it was very it was not so much painful, but it was uncomfortable. And I think in them situations, you've got to be comfortable. You've got to be focused. And if the slightest thing takes your mind off that bit, then you're going to lose focus. And as soon as I had him done, so the first time I met Alan in a final, he beat me in 13 seconds. Oh. It's the quickest ever final. <sighs> Wow. I had him removed and I lost two one. So I, I I already bettered myself from that. Right. And then and then that was it. Then the next one, um, I, I beat him. So Wow. I can just imagine going into the surgeon and being like, look, this has to go. These have to go. Yeah. yeah that was basically <laughs> how it went. Like, I don't want them. I don't need them. They're hurting my career. There's no purpose to them. Not when right. you're a wrestler. No, not at all. Well, now with Alan gone, you have to flip your script mentally, right? Now you're, you've got to go from like the one to beat to keeping the keeping the top. Yeah, and I think I mean, look in 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 without without the uh, the the camaraderie of it all, 
I've I've done what I wanted to do. I, I've got that that world championship, and I, that'll never be taken away from me. Okay. But it'd be nice to carry it on. It'd be nice for me to go that one step further. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice for me to beat his record. It'd be nice for me to do a lot of things. But but that pressure's off me now. I've done right. what I needed to do. I've I've got my world championship. My name's there. You're in the books. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the the rest is sort of like shits and giggles, really. Right. It's all fun from here on out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now there's a, a men's and a women's division. Um, talk a little bit about Lisa Twinkle Toes Shenton. So Lisa is the most decorated woman's champion. Um, unfortunately, last year she couldn't come because her mother was ill. Um, so she, she she wasn't at the world championship last last year. Um, but obviously, we as as a sport. So probably something that I've, I've not mentioned is that me and Alan actually own the the trademark to the sport. We own the sport essentially. Mm-hmm. So um, we we promote massively. Um, sort of like the equal opportunity of, of 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 women in sport and and them being able to be as decorated as men because I think that's that's very important. You know, there's some absolutely prime uh, examples of of women athletes out there that probably have never had that sort of focal point because they're not a man. And I, I don't really see the, the the. I think if you look at people as individuals and on merit, you know, that's how it should be. And obviously, with Lisa, she's she's the most decorated uh, women's champion in history. Um, she's done as equal; it's exactly the same. There's nothing different that women go through. You know, I'll take darts for example. Um, mm-hmm. Women throw close to the dartboard. It's not that into wrestling. Um, you know, it's 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 very much exactly the same. And I think that that's something that's very important. You know, um, we try and keep the consistency and and the and the the sort of importance of it the same it's on the same par and the same level the reason why we don't mix up uh, and have like a, a mixed division so men against women is, is sh- sh- purely because of power of, of power and I know there's a lot of powerful women and strong women but when you've got me who's 25 stone and six foot four you're gonna you're gonna cause a lot of injuries and unfortunately insurance won't allow that to happen so it's actually not really down to us it's down to insurers and I think the two things about you know, some of the most decorated champions that we've discussed uh, is a really cool nickname. Yes. Nasty is yeah. great. Yeah. I would love Twinkle Toes as my nickname. That would yeah. be your it, nickname. That is, is that what you call me? Uh, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, when I'm not that around. Yes, always. <laughs> Have you thought of one for you? Has one been bestowed upon you? Obviously, yeah, I, it's I, nothing you can assist on. I'm total destruction. That's awesome. Amazing. <laughs> I mean... That's sweet. That doesn't like that's like full championship right there. Like, look out. Yeah, it's like up there with Macho Man Randy Savage. That's it. Yeah, that's 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 me. I'm total destruction. There's the Terminator. He's another oh, one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, there is a Camel Toe. That's another lady. <laughs> Amazing. I was gonna say that's got to be a girl. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Shaw. He's another one. Oh. That's funny. That's great. Um, Trying to think, yeah, the what's his name? Bazooko. Is there uh, a Dr. Martin? There should no, be a no, Dr. Martin. Yeah. No, Dr. Martin. Steel, Not yet. Toes of Steel. Yeah. Dr. Martin. Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a, uh, one of the kids is Dolly. Oh, what's what does she call herself? Dolly Steel Toe Mill Ward or something like that. I can't that's really awesome. remember. But yeah, yeah, I think we, we try to encourage that as well, just to give it that little bit of tongue in cheek aspect to it right. as well, you know. It's fantastic. 
and like I think all of the great sports, uh, it was invented in a pub um, yeah. by four people drinking. Yeah. How has it grown? Obviously, it's it's a lot bigger than the four original drinkers. But how has it grown as a sport uh, worldwide? I mean, you said it's in Canada and stuff. Yeah, China. I mean, the the thing is with toe wrestling, unfortunately, it nearly it nearly got lost in about 2006. It nearly actually just completely disappeared. Um, but sort of when, when it first got made and invented in the pub, the reason why it was invented was because um, we were doing absolutely terrible, that Britain was doing terrible in the Olympics. So they want, and any sport, in fact. So it was like, right, we need to invent a sport that we can actually win mm-hmm. and be actually good at. So obviously this was the birth of toe wrestling and, and where we are today. Um, we applied to have it in the Olympics in 1995, I think it was. I, I might have got that date slightly wrong. But in 1995-ish, uh, it was applied to go in the, uh, the Olympics and the Olympic Committee could not decide whether it was a winter or a summer sport. And that's why it was actually officially wow. declined. So that's what it was in the in the in the writing of the response but obviously they're not going to put it in there or they but you know just we, we have tried to to really push out there you know um and, and since me and alan took it over so ben and jerry's the ice cream people mm-hmm. actually used to own the sport they used to own toe wrestling they own the trademark up until 2017 i think it was when we bought it and they once the trademark um finished with with ben and jerry's they never renewed it so me and alan bought it and here we are today um we, we we've took it on and tried to rejuvenate it bring it back into the into the mainstream and, and make it that big event that it sort of was up until unfortunately ben and jerry's took it over and did uh all with it yeah yeah it didn't even make an ice cream about it no and that's the most disgusting thing about it all i know it truly is it would have to be toe jam. Oh, definitely. <laughs> right? So what does the kind of national or I guess world championships look like? Is this streamed online? Can people see it? Do you have to be in person? Do you need commentators is where I'm getting at? Yes. Yeah, well, we need commentators. We'll, we'll bring our own blazers. We yeah, that, that's, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's one of them where we, we are slowly getting to the... So we've found the perfect venue now. That's the main thing. Um, that was the sort of like the, one of the sort of five-point things that we wanted to do to make it, uh, get it built bigger and, and make it more accessible to a wider audience. So the venue's now um, confirmed every year. It's the same place and it's, and it's really good. It's a nice stage and all that sort of thing. Um, and then the next thing is, is to start live streaming um uh, we've got a youtube channel um we've got facebook we've got twitter you know we, we've tried to really rebrand rebuild and um, we have merchandise we, we do all that sort of thing um and you know we've got all these points that we want to sort of get to um we've we've now got an official referee which is alan because he's now retired mm. so he's now taken over as the the, the, the full-time official referee um and it's just getting to that point of where we we want to be. I, 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 it's funny this because I watch something and is it corn? Is it you have a spot cornhole or something yes. like that? Yes, we do. Yes. Right. Yep. So so I watched that. I watched that on YouTube because I see it as something that is very similar. It's one of them niche things where to to, to me from 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 Britain, you d- we don't play it over here, and it's like 
right, why why is this so popular? Why do people like this and, and what draws it to it? And it's because 90% of it is because of the commentary, really. And yes. that brings on to the commentary. But the people who are streaming it and then doing the commentary make it an exciting thing, make it something that, you know, sort of elevates it almost. So I, I've been in touch with some of the some of the organisers of that and, and you know, try to get some advice and some tips and all that sort of thing. So we, we are going to be developing that sort of accessibility and also make it a bit more broader. So it's not just a world championship. There'll be like a British, a UK championship, um, they say intercontinental, but international championship mm-hmm. and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So hopefully that's the point where we'll get to. Um, obviously Rome wasn't built in a day, but we, we, will, we will get there. That's wonderful. Fantastic. And so when are the championships held? I guess that's, we should have started with that. No, that's all right. So, <laughs> um, so this year is August the 19th. And that is in the Hague Bar in Ashbourne, which is in Derbyshire. Mm-hmm. I love that it's still held in a the bar. There's something that just... Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, it's, that's awesome. It's like playing hockey on a pond. Like, it's just... We <laughs> yeah. just go back to where we started. Yes. That's it. You... you We've we've tried different venues. We've tried different places. Um, we've tried outside of the pub circuit, and the atmosphere is different. This is this is this is a, a sport where you need to have a beer. Yeah. If you don't have a beer, it's pointless. Really. Yeah. Can you smoke only- in pubs? No. Is it, no. no okay. It's banned. Yeah. Which yeah. is a bit of a shame, really, because you know that would have been even better. <laughs> oh my god! Beer yeah. And a cigarette. Yeah. Perfect. This is amazing. Um, I, I hate to get into it. It's always the dark side of any sports, <laughs> okay. but, but doping, is that something that happens? Is there a cheating element? Oh, absolutely. And I don't want to say Russia. <laughs> I don't want to say Russia, but you know who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, you know, there's cheating. There's always going to be cheating in any sport, in any sport that, that that's ever been made somebody will try and bend the rules. Now, at the moment, we haven't got a piss pot to analyse any drug doping or anything like that. But it's something that I would imagine could happen because it is a very painful sport. Yeah. Now, I, I'll, I'll self-admit this, is that I might have to have a few painkillers before I start. Now, in some sports, that's completely banned. Right. I'm also an asthmatic, and you're not allowed to have steroids with certain sports. The UFC, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. not allowed to use your inhalers. Right. I, I have to use my inhaler. So am I calling myself a cheat? I don't know. But at the minute, you know, uh, no, there isn't. At this time, no. And I mean, it's a performance do. enhancing is the key phrase. Yeah. Like, so, so people already are cheating? Well, people will, will do anything to win. That's what I will say. Mm. Well, if you need someone to hold the pot, um, we have an intern. Yes. Right. Okay. And, yeah, um, that's fine. Yeah. After a few beers as well, you know. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It could be could be quite a sample. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. information on the world toe wrestling federation follow them on facebook where they're at facebook.com slash wtwf official why the podcast is produced by the professional production company 
Please be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because we're shallow and need constant validation. For more information, you can check out our website, whythepodcast.com. And like everyone else, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Today's show was recorded and produced by Heidi Hedquist and myself from our world headquarters, located on the second floor of the professional office building, centrally located downtown. Our reluctant executive producers are John Sauvey and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?